I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for tuning in all around the world to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with Mila's Right. And my goodness me, Holy Spirit is pouring out already. So be expectant over this next half an hour. You are going to experience the love of Jesus. I have absolutely no doubt. It is my joy and pleasure to have joining me in today's conversation, a man that a, a dear brother in the Lord who I honor and respect and love hugely. He is the lead translation of my favorite book in the world. As probably all of you know, the Passion Translation of the Bible. It's just a profound book that that has been scribed, I think, uh, co-scribed sitting at the feet of Jesus as he's been pouring out, obviously. Obviously, my special guest today is Dr. Brian Simmons. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome back, Brian. It's just such an honor to have you with us again. Thank you, dear friend what a what a treasure you are to the body of christ and you're bringing to the hearts of people such divine romance and power for these last days it's so important so thank you for the privilege to be with you before we came on the show just to let you know brian began to share a little bit of an experience he had a profound life transforming experience that he had many many years ago that he is now he's been living in so brian can we can we start there will you just share with us what the lord um did with you all those years back let's jump right in it was um at least 20 years ago sometimes i'm not the best with dates writing down the exact day but it was at least 20 years ago i was taken into the heavenly realm and the lord spoke to me about the last days and how important, there, there were two books of the Bible that were on his heart. This is Jesus wanting us to have the revelation of these two books in the Bible. And it was the Song of Songs and the Book of Revelation. Isn't it interesting? Those are the two books that the uh, contemporary church uh, kind of avoids for one or another, either misunderstanding its meaning or just fear a fear-driven theology. I read uh, every commentary I could find, and then I wrote one uh, devotional commentary uh, on the Song of Songs and basically memorized that book. And now translating it into the Passion Translation, I've been able to look at it through even a deeper uh, Hebraic lens. And I I am absolutely convinced that the the starting point for every new believer is the heart of God. And the Song of Songs contains the heart of God. Pauline theology are the arteries. The gospels, you know, are are the life flesh of of the word of God. But the heart of the Bible, the heart of Jesus is contained in that uh, prophetic book of eight chapters. Mm -hmm. And that's the key, the master key that will unlock the book of Revelation. And he told me, Liz, that it would be 25 years. So we're almost at that point now. He said it would be 25 years before the church would begin to embrace the full meaning of the book of Revelation. 
you know, and it doesn't mean that we don't we don't have some revelation or that what we have is all to be uh, trashed. It's just simply we've been avoiding yeah. that book, and the Lord wants to give revelation on the book of Revelation. Yeah, I honestly, Brian, I, I mean, that's what I've been feeling so strongly in my spirit for months is the Lord's invitation for us to revisit the book of Revelation and begin to understand his heart objective in having that book scribed, you know, giving John that profound experience and providing for us the revelation. And I'm feeling it like his heart is yearning for us to to understand it, look at it through the correct lens and allow him to unlock the secrets in it for our journey of transformation as the bride because it's a it's a book that enables well I'm going to quote you actually Brian and then, and then ask you this question one of the things I heard you say was that as we understand the book of revelation correctly it unlocks the life of the bride within us can we go there will you unpack that a little bit because I was stunned when I read that when I heard you say it actually and then I read it the book of revelation like the Song of Songs, is a divine allegory filled with revelation for the bride. And if we understand it and read it with that lens, we will get the blessing that's promised in chapter 1, verse 3. We will get that blessing of an unveiling of Jesus within us as his lookalike partner. So the bridal theology fills the pages of the Bible. And, and I, I want to take just a quick minute, if it's okay, and, mm. and give a, a brief biblical summary all the way back to Genesis. You have a mm. bride being formed from Adam. And so the last Adam, we are formed from his wounded side. He gave birth to his heavenly Eve on the cross with his last word, kala, which means bride. So that the book of Genesis begins with bridal understanding. God the Father uh, God the Son embedding their image into man and woman so that he could find a holy partner. Just as Abraham looked for two things, we are the fulfillment of what Abraham looked for. He looked for a city, and Jesus announced in the Sermon on the Mount that you are a city set on a hill. You are the bridal city. Abraham looked for a city, and he looked for a bride for his son Isaac. And so we are the fulfillment of the Abrahamic vision of a city whose architect would be God and a bride that would carry on the nature and potency of that blessing of Abraham. So the, the book of Revelation, then I'm skipping over the whole ministry of Jesus, which began at a wedding. The first miracle that revealed his glory was to impart the understanding of a, of a wedding feast, which by the way, the wedding feast is not in heaven. We are in the wedding feast now. We have the wedding garment. We can enjoy and feast with the love feast with Jesus right now. Yeah. The Lord, by the Spirit, is revealing to us today. And then uh, just to finish that, this mm -hmm. overview, the twice in Revelation 21, John has seen a city that is a bride. It's coming out of heaven like a pleasing, beautiful, radiant partner. And that twice it's mentioned that the holy city is a bride. It's not a place we're going to. It's a people we are becoming. And that motif of a city that is a bride is found throughout the Bible uh, if, if we would have eyes to see it. So this bridal city 
that will be in union with God. Uh, that is the whole message of the book of Revelation. So all the veils have to come off. The veil of shame and guilt, the veil of fear, which is perhaps the biggest, uh, the fear of not being good enough or the fear of, of uh, inadequacy. And those fears have to be lifted from us so that the radiance of Christ will be revealed through us. And that's what, what I see in the pages of 22 chapters in the book of Revelation. I see a bride being prepared as a city for her husband, for her bridegroom. Yeah. Oh, it's just profound, Brian. I can feel like the joy of Jesus inside of me. Just, just the revelation that's on locking people to revisit revelation and look at it through the correct lens one of the things that happens to me when i'm looking at revelation is it begins to ignite my heart with a fresh passion for jesus and also a confidence in who i am i become sort of like consumed with the journey you know what i mean it's like you, you realize the whole of human history all that all that's happening is that we're being prepared for the culmination of the ages aren't we to ultimately becoming the perfected expression of Christ, right? The counterpart of God is mind-blowing. <laughs> it's as though the Trinity was enlarging itself to welcome oh a bride, Father, Son, Spirit, and bride. We are one with the triune glory. We are one yeah. already. And I, I, you know, I know that that's a mystery and that, that, that opens up a can of doves, <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much revelation in this realm of being the bridal partner of jesus christ the lookalike the the, the co-signer to the title deed of the universe you know I, I see in the book of proverbs a contrast of of actually it's throughout the whole bible uh two, two women are expressed constantly we have you know you have jezebel and you have esther uh, you have uh in the book of proverbs you have the promiscuous woman who is a picture of the adultery church that wants the young anointed ones to come and sleep with her under her covering under her uh, egyptian sheets egypt is the world and you know her husband has gone away and she's inviting the young anointed ones you know we'll give you credentials just lay here in this system with us and then you have in the end of proverbs you have what's known as the virtuous woman which is not a woman uh, the Hebrew word kail is used almost exclusively for men, and it's a, a warring, fighting, uh, mighty like an army. David's mighty men, they were kail. So these, these are, it's a picture of the bride. It's the last day's church, the radiant bride of Christ. She works with her hands. That's the fivefold ministry. Mm -hmm. She lays hold of the land and calls it her own. That's church planting. There, there's so mm -hmm. many hidden treasures in that parable of the virtuous woman it's not something uh, that should be used to get women to get up and get up early and make you breakfast you know <laughs> right. It's, uh, right. it's a parable of the yeah. last day's bride so i see yeah. i see the bride of christ throughout the bible and of course revelation you have the harlot of babylon which, mm. which is the world system that has permeated into the church mm. and then you have that beautiful radiant bride that uh, gives birth to the man child in chapter 12 but there there's so many embedded truths in the book of revelation that if you'll take the guilt-driven theology off of your heart 
and you look at it without a fear yeah. of judgment, but you look at it as the, the man with the golden sash over his chest coming to walk among the lampstands, yeah. he, he will give us revelation. Yeah. yeah, it's profound, Brian. You know, and it's, it's something else that I've heard you say is, you know, the book of Revelation is the great unveiling of Christ. And that, holy wow, I feel the Lord there, wow. 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 And that is our destiny, right? That is our life now. It's about the great uh, through the intimacy, through the yes. union that increases our, our capacity to walk in union increases as we go in to him. And you like, I love it. Oh, this is the sort of, I mean, I look at it, I look at it and I love reading it in the Passion Translation, and I just become more and more consumed with him, and, and my eyes just get set on the truth of this is our journey. This is our journey. This is the privileged life of the bride right now, and this is what heaven is investing in, the great unveiling of Christ in, in the midst of us, uh, to our hearts and through us, right? As he is, so are we now in this world, and as that truth begins to incrementally grip us yeah. and, and takes and, off and the veils, oh takes my. off the veils of shame, transforms us, doesn't it? When that revelation, we hits. are the body of Christ on earth. We are the bride of Christ on earth, and we are the eternal partner that uh, really mm -hmm. that really lays hands of the governmental wheels of the universe through our prayers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something I was actually just going to ask you about, because that's one of the things that I see that happens to us as we begin to move at a different level of governmental capacity. Holy Spirit. Whoa. <laughs> because of because of the deepening relationship. And security that we have in him and we begin to see uh actually we are government here because of who who is within us. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that part of, of what is provided for us through the revelation. Yeah, we, we are co-rulers, or we co-reign, we are co-seated with Christ, which means we have that right-hand authority. We are at his right hand. We are the scroll in his right hand that he breaks open to reveal more of himself in us, the seven seals of the Holy Spirit as they're released through us. We then become the, the scroll. Uh, he's the word, we're the scroll. But this authority, you know, my wife, when she asks me something, if, if I'm not listening, she'll get my attention. And, and <laughs> she can move me to do all kinds of things, to, you know, to pull out my wallet and give her hundreds of dollars or, or to <laughs> buy her something that she wants. She has a power over yeah. me that I, I willingly, joyfully, gleefully gave her. And so it is with the bride of Christ. You know, we have... Uh, the the power to influence the Trinity, and that that just in itself, uh, you know, it doesn't diminish the sovereignty of God. It glorifies it that He can include us in the governmental glory reign of the universe, and, and it not diminish His glory one bit. It extends it through us, and we become outlets of that glory. It's just amazing this is who you are family are you getting this in your spirit <laughs> this is we're just yeah we're just waking up aren't we you know one of the things jesus has been saying to me recently brian is um in from genesis in the beginning he said let there be light and there was light and creation began to unfold and he said to me um 
as I spoke in the beginning, so I will speak forth again through my bride, let there be light. And I felt this moving in this um, unprecedented level of authority where we began to literally release the heart of God. Whoa. And people were just waking up to the truth of who we are and beginning to take their position to co-reign. It was just incredible. And it was just literally tuning in, living in that place of union, oneness with his heart, and then recognizing the sovereignty of who he is and just yielding and allowing him to speak through wow. us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so I've been I've been doing this. I've just been sitting with Jesus, and just as He's been He's been showing me, just speak forth the light, not as a request, but as a command. Where I see sickness, where I see darkness still prevailing, and just you know. And then again, He was reminding me of one John. You know that the light shines, and the darkness cannot remain. It cannot remain because the light is God. And so I've been meditating on that thing, and golly. Again, just blow this revelation up inside uh, of me, Jesus, because as this really uh, takes hold of us, the power wow. that we can steward. <laughs> Whatever the light penetrates becomes light. Becomes light. And, <laughs> yes, and we are the light, yeah. you know, that's set on a lampstand. Throughout the Bible, we, we are lights, mm. uh, like the stars in the procession, like shining in, in the darkness, like stars. So mm. this light glory realm, is coming closer. Daniel 12, 3 says that glistening glory light will shine through the last day believers. Yeah. Moses' light reflect Moses' face reflected the light, but this light coming on us, Daniel 12, 3, it's going to be transfiguration from the inside out. And this glory light is going to distinguish the people yeah. of God shining as lights unto the perfect day. Okay, I wanted to just ask you to go back a little bit in our conversation there, just briefly, because I know we don't have a huge amount of time and these are enormous subjects <laughs> and seals that you mentioned. Could you get just briefly for, for those of us that are, because there's so much teaching right out there, uh, all different perspectives regarding the interpretation of the book of Revelation. So from your understanding, can you give us a snapshot of what the seals yeah, actually well, the, are? The seals, bowls, and trumpets are mm -hmm. generally viewed dynamic expressions of judgment, anger, wrath, killing billions of people. But as I look at these seven seals, and I notice that the, the same word is used for the sealing of the Holy Spirit seven times in the New Testament, we have been sealed seven times. It's sealed, uh, sealed acceptance, sealed redemption. Our body is sealed unto glorification. We have the seal of approval, the seal of sonship, etc. So these seals, when God breaks the revelation open in us, he takes more of us. You see, uh, in the spirit realm, money uh, is worthless. The currency of heaven is revelation. Yeah. When, when you buy the truth and sell it, not when you get a revelation of healing, you can minister in healing. When you get this revelation that we're at the right hand, over and over, the scroll is in his right hand. Why the right hand? Because that's where we are seated with him. So it, it's the allegorical language of being in union with him as one opens up the next seal must be broken open until another one open so each of them are consecutive seals they're like diplomas for the bride of christ and and as we go through these we finally uh we finally 
become that lookalike partner of the Lord Jesus. If you look for Jesus yeah. in all the pages of Revelation, you will find him where no one else has found him. Where, there, where everybody else has found Antichrist, I find Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's so sweet to my soul. It's a scroll that, that is indeed life-changing. So these, yeah. these revelations of Jesus coming through us is what will transfigure us into the radiant bride. Jesus will not return until the bride has made herself ready, until we are glorified on earth. So there is a lot of work <laughs> that the Holy Spirit is going to do in our hearts. And the word of God must penetrate the pockets of our heart. We've not let him enter yet. I think that what you've just said there encapsulates the perspective that the, it's, it provides the lens, doesn't it, through which we should read, we should enter into experience with Jesus through the words of the book of Revelation. I think that's it's it's so so important isn't it it's not the revelation of antichrist it's the revelation of jesus christ and to understand like really do the study into the actual true meanings of the the metaphorical language in there the biblical language because it it, it like you say it's all about the revelation of jesus everything's containing truth that's transformational to our hearts as the bride right as we begin to receive deeper and deeper uh, uh, unfolding and opening scrolls it's just amazing brian it's amazing and um and i encourage you guys as well you know jump on and look at brian's material and he does the most amazing courses on song of solomon and on the book of revelation and so much more and and it's rich you know and we're all powerful we can we can love each other and the family carries on the conversation in the midst of disagreement right it's fine to disagree we're all on a journey you know of discovery but this book, like you said, Brian, it unlocks the heart of the bride when we fully understand it. And I can testify to that. Actually, as, as you begin to study it, like you, you clearly have and you teach it so profoundly now, Brian, it does, it unlocks the heart when it's correctly understood. Yeah, when you read the last two chapters of the book of Revelation, how can you not, your heart not burn and overflow of, of this bride uh, eternity will be the honeymoon of the bride and, and christ as we become one with him two mm -hmm. shall become one and we won't let the doctrines of men divide that asunder and this union this blissful eternal union is the passion of god's heart all of creation and all of history is moving a people into the flaming heart of Jesus until all is consumed and everything that isn't Jesus in us is removed yeah. and replaced. I believe in replacement theology. He's going to replace me. <laughs> I'm going to borrow his life and live in his stream and his fountain. All those fountains are in his life, aren't they? And, and the song of songs and revelation, they dovetail so beautifully. They're both allegory. They both require a, a lover's spirit, a heart looking for the love of God, and you will find it. So thanks, Liz, for getting to share on, on my two favorite books in the Bible. Oh, my goodness, Brian, that was profound. Oh, just in finishing, could I ask you to pray for everybody watching around the world that the book of Revelation would unlock for them and that their eyes would be flooded with light and whatever else you have in your powerful spirit. I ask God for the encounter that you gave me years ago 
I ask God that that would be multiplied into the lives and hearts of every listener today. Lord, that you would speak, that you would invade our space, you would come into our room, stand by our bed, and reveal your glory to us even as we sleep. I ask for deep revelation of your heart to be embedded into the last day's church. Make us the radiant bride, Lord, humble, uh, anointed, made holy and pure by blood and by spirit. We ask you to do these miracles. We ask you to reveal yourself to us like never before in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Brian. I am in full agreement with everything that you have prayed. And I do, I agree with everything Brian's prayed. And I agree with Jesus' heart that this week you will come to know him, family, like you've never known him before. Just, and that you will go deeper, deeper into the experience of his love. So have the most amazing week. Thank you so much for joining us. And I really look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you. That will not only give you a few keys just very very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the lord um but also i'm going to take you there as well so it's an activation so yeah so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed